Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. As the race to the 2023 general elections gather momentum, children of some governors and former governors have declared their intention to run for various political offices. While some, like the son of a former Sokoto state governor, Sagil Bafarawa, and the son of a former governor of Jigawa state, Bashir Sule Lamidu, are vying for the governorship positions, the likes of Bello El Rufai, the son of Governor Nasser El Rufai, has joined the race to become a member of the House of Representatives in 2023. Given their ages, most of these elite children might have been qualified to contest for any elective position before the not-too-young-to-run bill was assented into law. Are they contesting because the not-too-young-to-run bill gave them the opportunity or are they truly interested in serving Nigerians? Well, I had a chat with Bello Elrufai and this is what he has to say. You run for office not as an opportunity but to actually impact people's lives. Mm. So that is why I'm running for office, not because there's a bill in place for that. I'm 34 years old, so the bill, of course, favors, but that is not the main priority here. We're running to provide quality service and good government, and I think I'm qualified enough to do that. Mon, who is who is getting the form? We know how expensive this form are, so is it from your own pocket or from that of your father's? I don't fall into that category. I've campaigned since 2013. I was the director of the Boari Campaign Organization in 2015. Um, I currently serve as a senior legislative aide to the most brilliant senator, in my views, since the Fourth Republic emerged, Senator Obasang. Mm-hmm. And um, we've always had um, our political pressure groups here in Kaduna. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't even have worked for Huawei in the private sector. So I don't fall into that group of children of big men. I know Nigerians don't like every child of a big man, but that's their problem. Within determining how we were born. I believe at the moment that I'm going for has at least four aspirants that are going for it. Uh, so from what you're saying now, you believe that it's going to be a free and fair elections and your oh, family okay. and your, your family and your influence would have is going to give it a fair playing ground against other people? Well, it's not a family. Um, being in government is not a family business mm. in Kaduna. As I said, I've been sitting in government house throughout my father's tenure. I worked for a company in Abuja, and now I work for a senator in Abuja. So we don't look at government okay. as a family business. As to whether I have an advantage by being the son of a governor, well, I believe you look at the political system and you can answer that for yourself. Whether the state is IPR, whether it's or your, whether it's Kuiki, whether it's Karaka, it's the same thing. You know, by the way, let's live in Nigeria, in any country, that is the advantage. But there's also a burden in having that mm. as well. There's more scrutiny on me. There's more expectations on me, delegates and so forth. What I'm saying is, regardless of the mode of primaries that the Kaduna APC adopt, adopt, I can assure you that if at the end of the day I am not embraced by the people, we will support any candidate that emerges, and that is very possible. We know how expensive these forms are. So who is mm-hmm. bankrolling your campaign and the form and everything financial? Is it your father? No, 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 no. Bankrolling my campaign. My father My father is not let me put it this way. Money has never enticed my father when you ran when you ran FCT. 
here now in Grand Scatula. Mm-hmm. Those that know, know. My father said, you know, bankroll in my campaign. That's not how it works. Okay. Over years, you make contacts, you network. I have friends in Lagos, businessmen. I myself have not been just a poor kid waiting to be fed with a silver spoon. As I said, I worked for a Fortune 400 company in Nigeria, Huawei. My salary was very decent. I've also made substantial investments over time. You know, people just assume because you're born to a rich family, you'll make moves or hustle or grind. That's one. Two, you'll reach out to donors. You'll also reach out to um, stakeholders, their well-wishers. You understand? But I can assure you of one thing. My father will not give me one naira for this campaign that much I know. And I wouldn't ask. Okay. Our family doesn't operate that way. That was Bello Elrofai, one of the aspirants for a seat in the House of Representatives. One of the major reasons why the Not Too Young to Run bill was passed into law was to give young people the opportunity to contest and get into political offices. But it seems only the children of the elites are capitalizing on it. What is holding other Nigerian youths back? Mohamed Awal Suleiman puts these questions and more to a youth activist. Uh, my name is Abdullah Balam Mohamed. I'm from Kaduna State. I am a young political activist. Um, I don't think this is a problem, actually. Uh, what we've been doing so far was to tell the young patriotic Nigerians to come and participate in decision-making cycle. And uh, if at all the children of the current politicians that, are, that have the zeal and, and understand the need for the young Nigerians to participate in the decision-making cycle, then so be it. But what we are trying to do currently, after the Not Too Young to Wrong, there is a movement currently going on, a political movement called We Together. We Together basically is trying to fish out those patriotic Nigerians. This time around, it's not the son of a politician. Uh, it's, it's someone from the grassroots who actually have the sense of belongingness and also the sense of Nigeria can be better again and actually have this love for Nigeria and Nigerians at heart. What we together are concentrating on is getting these people on board, you know, with or without their resources. We together is going to finance them. So far, we find the credibility we are looking for. We find that credibility of, say, these are people that will change the narration of Nigeria. We've faced a lot of challenges in this country, and nothing has been done since 1999 till date. Go to Dubai, a country that got her independence after Nigeria got her independence. And uh, uh, Dubai today, it's one of the most developed nations and Nigeria up till date, things, you know, we are just recycling the same politicians. I get what you are trying to say by saying these people will definitely influence the decision. I come to agreement in that as well now. That is why we together, it's here to say, okay, no, we don't want same people that have been in place for a couple of years and nothing has been done. We want fresh blood. We want fresh ideas and we want patriotic Nigerians that are young and energetic, that are ready to take Nigeria to the promised land. So I think yeah, what we are doing, that is that comes to the, the second question uh, when you said, why, why are we uh, letting the children of politicians and governors uh, for the leadership position in the country? Actually, we are not, but we are looking at the, the, the credibility, as I said earlier on, how credible these people are. 
if it happens to be the son of the the, the governor, but he has been credible and he has been doing a lot as far as his community is concerned. It's not someone that that went to school abroad and you know just because his father is about to 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 end his tenure as a governor, you now come back to Nigeria and say, okay, now I want to contest for for so 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 or I want to run for so 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 position. You understand? It's not about uh, say uh, you must not be the son of a politician for we to say we are going to support you uh, as not too young to run. Thank you very much. That was Abdullah Bala Mohammed, a youth activist, speaking. You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to these and other episodes of our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen in on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. We'll be going on break. Do stay. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we're talking about how the children of politicians are trying to take over the political stage in Nigeria. Before we went on break, we had a chat with Bello Erofai, who told us why he was vying for a political seat. The soon-to-be trend of children taking over political seats from their parents has raised a lot of questions among Nigerians. Could this be the birth of political dynasties? Let us listen to a political analyst. My name is Joseph Aguan. I'm a political analyst. I'm not surprised. Uh, I think it's part of a retirement plan of the average Nigerian politician. Of course, the average uh, Nigerian politician see how much more they can remain in power. There is that time that they start thinking of the next generation. And um, obviously, their, their own consideration for the next upcoming generation is how they can get their children to take over from where they stopped politically. So I'm not surprised at all. Okay, but do you see this as, are we turning democracy into monarchy? You know, it's not monarchy because at the end of the day, as much as they try to get their children into take over from them politically, uh, politics is still subject to election day. That is the, the ultimate determination will, will be made by the people. So at the end of the day, as much as they bring forward their, their children, it is the people at the end of the day that will decide whether they, are, they see these people as fit or not fit to rule them. Okay, so you're saying this is not like the birth of some sort of political dynasty? Yeah, it's not. I mean, we have seen a political dynasties uh, in the past, even though a lot of them have not succeeded. I don't see this, this new drive to establish uh, political dynasties um, <laughs> succeed in any way. Because, I mean, a lot of them will suffer because of the association that they have with their, their, their parents. I mean, some of them already are the bad books of the general public. Mm. So if their children come in and, and contest for political office, they would uh, be armed by the, the baggage mm. that comes with the name that is associated with them. I mean, the name that obviously uh, we all know because of uh, the 
dealings of, of their parents. Okay, but do you, you said something. You said that at the end of the day, no matter how much influence they have from their parents, now the ball still boils down to Nigerians, the voting power of Nigerians. But do you think it's yes. fair? I don't see it as a level playing field. The political field has never been leveled, and uh, there's not going to be any level playing field in the next future. Uh, but the, the honors is lies with the general voting public. Are we going to go with all the whims and caprices of the political establishment? Or are we going to be issue-based in deciding who we want um, in uh, these places of governance? People are tired of uh, politicians coming and, and giving them monies and bags of rights and stuff like that. Uh, people want more than what these politicians give uh, during each election cycle. And I, I can guarantee you that we'll see something like that play out in 2023. Because at the end of the day, people will not look at names. People will look at candidates for whatever they bring to the table. Now, we know that everybody has a right to contest for political offices now. With how we're saying, okay, their parents' images is going to affect them, does it mean that children of this elite shouldn't come out for political offices because their parents are already there or because we're avoiding a monarchy or a political dynasty. There's a quote mm. from the Bible that, that says, uh, because the, the fathers have eaten sour grapes, the children see the certain edge. Okay. You know, I'm not for uh, uh, people being blackmailed or blacklisted because of whatever their parents stand for. But at the end of the day, it will be a case whether or not they choose to go to the, the path of their parents. The truth is, if any of them would succeed, that person must come on his or own merit. These people would have to face the general public. Mm. And I can guarantee you, we are tired of old names. And these people would have to stand on their own individual Married. merit. All right. And Nigerians will choose, will, will be left to choose between child of somebody and the child of nobody. And if the child of nobody has uh, much more to bring to the table, why not we'll go for the child of uh, the nobody? nobody? But if the child of the somebody is uh, offering better and is offering a new path to, to success or overall development uh, for us as, as a people, why not? That was Joe Ago, a political analyst. In politics, everyone deserves a level playing field. Everyone, including the children of the high and mighty, and those of the masses as well. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download these and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossprout.com or even listen on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola or Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. You can also listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Now, if you have questions or comments, or you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Or you could reach us via social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.